Welcome to the Encouragement Engineering Podcast, where listeners will be encouraged with positive thoughts and actions that can be applied to combat that negativity that inundates our daily lives. Guiding people to see a positive perspective in personal and professional life events. Now, here is your host, Bob Brum, the Encouragement Engineer. Welcome to the Encouragement Engineering Podcast, where we combat negativity that inundates our daily lives with a positive perspective and positive action. Today's guest is Eric Twig. Eric Twig is a founder, founding partner, and president of the What's Now movement. His mission is to build high-performing entrepreneurs, authors, and career professionals who are prepared for life's unexpected curveballs. And he's also had over 28,000 coaching sessions. He is the author of The Discipline of Now, 12 Practical Principles to Overcome Procrastination. That's a mouthful. The Discipline of Now has been recognized as a global top 10 finalist for the 2020 Author Elite Award in the category of Best Self-Help Book. Eric is also the host of a weekly inspirational podcast entitled The 30-Minute Hour. So please welcome to the show, Eric Twig. Eric, thank you for taking the time today. I really appreciate you being here. Thank you for having me on the show. Looking forward to the conversation. Well, good, 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 good. Well, if we can, let's let's start out and tell people about you. For those that don't know you, tell us a little bit about how you got to where you are today. So I'm your procrastination prevention partner. <laughs> I'm the author of The Discipline of Now, and I'm the host of the 30-Minute Hour podcast. And I help entrepreneurs to beat procrastination so they can make more money, get more done, and feel more confident. I'm often asked, why do I talk about procrastination? Why is that a focus of overcoming procrastination? And for me, it started back when I was in college. Mm-hmm. It was my senior year at Hampton University. <laughs> I talk about this in the book. Um, I was having a conversation with a good friend of mine named Donnell. Now, I have to admit, Bob, he and I were a little different at the time. He was all about his purpose, and I was all about the party. Yeah. <laughs> right. And so he would always give me a hard time. And man, you got to get serious, figure out what you want to do. And I would like be always say, man, loosen up. Yeah. We have plenty of time for that. You coming to the frat party or not? <laughs> so several weeks go by. We don't talk. And then I get a phone call from his mother telling me that he was killed in a car accident. Man. Changed everything. And it sent me a message that maybe I don't have the time that I think. Wow. to do the things that I need to do. Yeah. And ever since I, I've just been on this focus of overcoming procrastination and being as productive as I can possibly be. And that's a, a great, you know, I'm sorry that happened the way it did, but that's a, a I don't want to say a great being a positive way of, you know, getting that through your head, if you will. Um, but it really does make you think I've, I've had to deal with that several times in my life as well that I realized we're not here forever and none of us are here permanently. And, you know, we, we got to make the best of what we have and we're all going to go through good times. We're all going to go through bad times. Um, and I think it's interesting too, you know, you, you mentioned in college, a lot of times, yeah, we'll put things off and put things off and hey, yeah, you know, I'll be all right. Uh, and then all of a sudden the last week of school comes up and you got five chapters you got to study for. Um, so it, was that, it, did this, I mean, this turnaround kind of happened after college. I mean, and that's a time in your life where it's like, okay, now I really got to do something. So how did that shift how you acted, if you will, you know, coming out of college, getting into the real world? So initially I thought the message was <laughs> I needed to be successful and I needed to 
make the income, climb the corporate ladder because time is short. I have to be focused. And so that's that that's what I focused on. And I worked my way up through the corporate ladder and I got to this point where I was a district manager. I had 500 employees working for me. Mm-hmm. I was still fairly young. Um, I had 17 locations I was responsible for. And if you looked at me, you would have said, oh, yeah, he's successful. <laughs> and so I, I never forget. I mean, there was this day I'm driving in my my BMW, feeling pretty good. All of a sudden, I stopped at the light, and I just never forget this. I looked in the rearview mirror, and like the eyes looking back at me, which were mine, were the eyes of someone who literally hated what he was doing. Oh wow! Yeah, and that and that taught me that hey, you know what? It's not just about the income. You know, you need to make an impact as well. And, and I didn't really feel like. I was making an impact and wow. I was at this, this fork in the road where, yeah, I, I climbed this ladder, but maybe the ladder was leaning up against the wrong building. <laughs> wow. I love that impact over income. That's, that's a good reminder. We, I think that's, you know, helps us to realize we're here for a purpose yes. and each one of us has to find out that purpose. Um, what are some, you know, obviously you, you wrote a book on the idea of, you know, discipline now. And how does that help that person, if you will, fighting procrastination? Because it's never, it never goes away. <laughs> I mean, I was just dealing with it this morning. Do I want to do this? No, I can put it. No, I need to do it now. You know, so what, the, tell us a little bit about that book and so forth. And so the book is The Discipline of Now, 12 Practical Principles to Overcome Procrastination. What it's going to do is heighten the reader's awareness to what's triggering you to procrastinate because it's really all about awareness. And, you know, cause people say to me, Oh, Eric, you, I always procrastinate. And, and that's not the case. Like I've, I've yet to meet someone, Bob, who procrastinates in every aspect of their life. Right. Here's what I, I meet people who they're on point at home, getting the kids to school, keeping people on schedule, but they procrastinate at work or they're on point at work. And then they procrastinate when it's time to do the household chores at home and do it like me. Uh, <laughs> but I'm working on that. I'm, I'm yeah. reading chapters of my book to help me with that. But there you go. But no. So the key, though, is being aware of those things that are triggering you to procrastinate and then really putting the plan in place. And the book will help you to do that. You use a lot of P words here. <laughs> <laughs> procrastinate, prepare. I mean, it's, it, does it lay out plans for people? I mean, sometimes people, you know, they need a kick in the can, if you will. Um, we don't want to have to do that, but does it help to lay out those steps it may take to overcome this? Because the hardest thing I think in procrastination is overcoming that voice that's in your head. <laughs> oh, sure. So there, there's five steps, Okay. There's five key steps to overcoming procrastination. And it's a model that I put together off of all those 28,000 plus coaching sessions that I've done. It's called the procrastination prevention pyramid. So if you picture each level, so first you've, you've got the foundational level, which is your attitude. Okay. And this is so important. Yeah. So one of the mistakes I would make, like for let's say I'm coaching a business owner, an entrepreneur, if that mindset or belief issue is there, we're not going to get much further. Right. right. A lot of times it's just a mindset issue. And the challenge is, that we're programmed to be negative. Yeah. Studies yeah. show that 80% of our thoughts, our self-talk is just negative, negativity. So you have to offset that with positivity and really focus on gratitude and really be, you You have to really, 
if you're if you're training something else, you always have to be working your mindset at the same time. You're right. You have to be doing drill, drilling your mindset, making sure you're you got positivity. There's basic things you can do that I talk about in the book. But that so you first so it starts off with your attitude. That's the first rung. Um, then you go up to awareness, right? So you, you have to become aware of your power times, right. right? We all have a circadian rhythm, which means that, you know, some people are morning people. They have energy early. Some people get going later in the day. But the key is to schedule your high priority activities during the time of day when you have the most energy, right? right. And so, but you have to have that level. You need to be aware of the people that are around you. Um, you need to be aware of your environment. Um, so all it's all those things. So you have your attitude, you have your awareness, you have animation, which is the next rung. And that's about energy levels. Right. And, and if you, if you rewind the tape and you look at the times when you're procrastinating the most, chances are you had low energy during that period of time. <laughs> Just, just rewind the tape. So you really have to, and you really need to be proactive when it comes to recovery. Okay. Right. All the books are telling you all, oh, you got to grind, you got to get up at three in the morning, you got to work 15 hour days, but you know, you need to factor in recovery to make sure you've got the right energy. Yeah. You know, are you rest? Are you sleeping? Are you eating? Are you exercising? Are you taking time to meditate? So all that has to do with energy. And, and then, so the next rung on the pyramid is automation. And that's really putting systems in place so things can happen without you having to touch them. And if you're a business leader, this is important to understand that just because something has to be done, it doesn't mean that you have to do it. <laughs> yeah. Right. You know, and you know, you can delegate. Delegating is not a bad word. You know, we had we had to watch that. So you can delegate. You need to get a virtual assistant. You know, can you take advantage of technology where things just happen? And so look, looking for ways where things happen without you having to touch them. And then the at the top of the pyramid is activity, because at some point you have to take action if you want to get to the top. Right. But you have to take the right action and you need to know, you know what? So you have to re reverse engineer things. So you, you have a big goal, but you need to know, OK, what's the next action that I need to take that's going to move me in that direction? And so in the book, it expounds. So those are the five key steps. If the person reads the book and they follow those steps, they'll find that they're overcoming procrastination. And a couple of those really trigger a couple of things that I thought of. I mean, um, one of them, you know, the activity. Yeah, you, you, you know, as you've heard from, you know, Jim Rohn or, or other, if you will, business philosophers and, and personal growth people, you know, an idea without action is just that. It's just an idea. You know, Thomas Edison would even say that. It's, you know, those type of things that just, that's great, but you got to move towards that. And if you break down that process, I think that's a big help for people because it can be anything, um, you know, whether you want to take a coat or not, you know, go outside or go to the office or an umbrella or what you want for lunch. I mean, it could be whatever type of level you want it at and it builds because as you build that movie, if you will, over and over in your head, you realize I can do this. I can do this. I can do this. I can do this. And you're going after it. And that's some, you know, good information to help people, you know, here are the steps for that. Interesting. Very interesting. Um, do you, so, I mean, you mentioned you do this a little bit yourself. Um, <laughs> tell us a little bit about that because, and how it's worked in your life. That's what I'm always curious about. How does it implement it in, in your life and helped you? 
I mean, I have to watch it because it's all about awareness. Yeah. And, and, and it's funny because like you, I talked about the energy piece, like I, I track my sleep. Okay. Right. So I'm at a point where I know I can tell when I've got less than six hours of sleep. Like literally, I start to hear the voice. Oh, you know, I'll do that later. Oh, you know what? <laughs> I'll get around to. And I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. You know? But it, I, I can feel it. So, wow. so it's all about. I have to be very careful. People think, oh, Eric, you don't procrastinate, but I, I'm just as likely yeah. to procrastinate as anybody. Um, and then, you know, sometimes it's not that deep. There's, there's certain things you just don't like to do. <laughs> yeah. Right. I, I don't like cleaning out the garage. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna <laughs> say that with a low voice. So yeah. That, uh, <laughs> But I mean, it's necessary and it needs to be done. And I have to watch. So one of the things that I do to combat procrastination, if I take a task that's not as desirable, I combine it with something I like to do. Like I like Good. to listen to audiobooks. Yeah. So when I'm cleaning the garage, I've got my earbuds in and I'm listening to audiobooks and I'm learning at the same time. And that helps me to combat procrastination. Good. Great. Well, thank you for that tip. Because yeah, when it's, it, you know, I, I see that a lot, you know, people, you know, when they're jogging, they always have the earbuds in and, and I'm thinking, I usually see them when I'm driving my car, I'm thinking, you don't even know I'm here because you can't hear, but I get it. It may be one of those activities they don't want to do, but yeah, they're, they're audio. They can do two things at once. Yeah. Be careful. Know what's going on um, when you're doing that thing. Cause yeah, I, even in my car, it's, I have audiobooks going all the time, you know, wherever I go, just I love that idea that that constant reminder, like you said, we're, we're bombarded with stuff that'll allow us to try to go away from what we need to do. And as Zig Ziglar said, you know, a bath, you know, only lasts so long. That's why we have recommended daily, you know, because <laughs> right. society is going to wash it off you and dump that dump and stuff on you. And you got to be ready for that. You got to be able to overcome that. And that's why it's good to to train your mindset. Because yeah. it's easy to get into a downward spiral if you're not constantly filling your head with positive information and you don't have certain habits to remind you of what you have to be grateful for. Right, right. And that's a big one, that gratefulness. Um, if we can, let's touch on that a little bit because that does shift your mind because you can't be mad or negative if you're grateful. And, you know, your mind doesn't know what to do with that. So, you know, pick one. And, yeah, complaining is easy being grateful may not be as easy, but it's so much more better, you know, better for you and what you see. Have you, have you seen clients shift to being grateful and how's that help them? Oh my goodness. Yeah. That that's one of the success stories that I always tell people always ask me, what's a success story you have? So I, I have a, I had a client who it was always when I, when I would talk to him and it was always everything that was going wrong and uh, <laughs> it's somebody else's fault. Finally, I just got fed up. I'm like, look, all right, when we start these, you're going to have to tell me at least one thing you're grateful for. And at first it was like a struggle yeah. and he couldn't come up with anything. And, I'll, huh. and and then finally it just got to a point where it was just flowing and flowing and flowing. And he'd had 15 things he's talking about that he's grateful for. And also the business improved. Right. And, and it got to the point he didn't have to be in the business on a day-to-day -day basis. It was making money. He was pursuing <laughs> other ventures. And, and it also got to the point where if I ever started the conversation and didn't ask him what he was grateful for, he would cut me off and say, wait a minute, nope, we got to go back to what I'm grateful for. Um, so no, it, it. I'm telling you, that is a complete game changer. And I think what what I have people do is write down their wins. Right. Like they, they track the things that, that are going well, the positive, anything that's promoting their personal or professional health. 
They yeah. write it down as a win. And, and that's been a game changer. And that's so important to do. And and I, I know in some of your other podcasts, you even mentioned this, write it down. You physically, you know, get out the paper, write it in that, not on a keyboard. I mean, yeah, that can help if you're quick, but go into that action of writing it down and journaling. it. I think that really helps to solidify it in your mind. Um, Cause as you're writing your, if you will, maybe telling it to yourself again, as you're thinking it, you know, you get so many learning modalities there that uh, really help you to solidify that. For sure. So that's a, a good reminder. Um, and so with the idea of the discipline, I think it is another one. Let's focus on the big D word because people don't like that idea of discipline. Um, does that, do you see some of your clients maybe, they don't like that, but then they start to once they, you know, go through the idea of gratitude and the benefits of, of all this. Like you said, you just you were just saying with a client of yours, I think that discipline of your conversation, he's like, no, no, hold on, we got to do this. That kind of shows it. So the good thing with discipline is that it can be developed and cultivated. Like, you, you know, you, sometimes you think some people are just naturals. They just always right. they, and that's not the case. They just have <laughs> disciplines. They've right. developed certain habits and routines so that it becomes automated. I, I was reading something that said it takes like 66 days. If you do something for like a 66 day window, it gets to the point where it's just automatic and you don't really have to, it's almost, it's almost like brushing your teeth. Like yeah. you don't have to, hopefully, you yeah. don't have to will yourself to brush your teeth, right? It, right. Just, it just happens. So no, discipline is a, should be an encouragement. Like yeah. if you feel like you don't have it now, you can always improve on the levels of discipline that you have. And that's always, a, I think, a big one. People, I, I put that towards exercise, if you will. Um, you know, on a daily basis, I'm doing anywhere from 80 to 100, 120 push-ups a day. I don't do them all at once. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'll, I'll do, you know, 40, 45 in the morning and the same at night. I try to be, boom. It's, it's to the point where, yeah, I got a certain time of night, boom, I'm doing it in the morning while I'm waiting for the coffee to finish up, I'm doing my push-ups. You know, it's just part of my routine at this point. It's, it's a natural routine, but that helps, you know, your blood flow helps you get that energy level going, start your day at the end of the day. A lot of times people may go to bed and their, their mind's going 800 miles a second because they're looking at blue screens, just watch TV, all this other stuff. And that actually helps you calm down and your body gets tired. So you can sleep a little better. You know, oh, for so sure. Yeah, it's um that that really helps um just the idea of having some type of discipline in anything you do. So great, great information there. Um does this help folk your focus your mindset more on the positive then with with these ideas? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it just helps you to maintain that perspective even if you like if you go back to the win log when you're having one of those days where you know, you have a tough conversation, you get a one-star Google review, <laughs> you can go back and look at your wins. And, yeah. and and it puts it in perspective that, hey, you know what? It's not all bad. And sometimes, you know, when, when someone like me says, be positive, it sounds like a cliche, right? Say, okay, yeah, of course you would say that, Eric, right, yeah. But I'm it's critical. Yeah. It, it is critical to being successful and getting to that next level, because at the end of the day, you will get what you expect. Right. And that's what I always tell people, you know, positivity, it's not Pollyanna. Okay. It's not rose colored yeah, glasses. Great point. 
Yeah. You know, it does work. I mean, yes. it builds a mindset that you can overcome challenges that will come to your life guaranteed. You know, um, you know, the tire's going to go flat, the motor on something's going to break. Um, you know, that whatever you're working on may break, the computer dies, you know, it's things happen and you're going to be able to get through that. And that focus, discipline, that positive attitude, that's what gets you through all that. So it helps you to be resilient. You know, yeah, things go yes. bad. You you've got that positive outlook and mindset, so you can yeah. come back. Yeah, you, you get to be the Teflon guy, you know, where stuff just kind of bounces off you. And you know, we all live through stuff. I'm not saying you know by no means are some things very easy at all. Death of family members and loved ones. That's you know that's part of life. And I heard an interesting way of looking at that recently from Del Toro McNeil, and he said, you know, focus on the gains of the person that's gone not on your loss. Mm -hmm. It's like, wow. Okay. That's a good one because you're focusing, yeah, you're focusing towards the positive side. I guess that's why he is where he is. That's a great, yeah. <laughs> that's a great yeah. point. But, but I do <laughs> think you have to recognize too, sometimes things happen that are just heavy, right? And you just can't positive th that thought and positive affirmation your way out of it. You, you may need some help. Yeah. You may need to hear from a mentor, a coach, you know, a counselor, so I think you have to be open to getting help when it's necessary. Some things that happen are just really, really heavy. Right. And just coming across like you're just spitting cliches to yourself isn't going to help you to overcome it. Yeah. And that's a good point, too, even on that with, you know, you don't want to procrastinate on that because I can get too heavy and you find yourself going to dark areas of depression that you don't no, need to go to. Yeah. Um, pick up that phone and, and there's people out there, there's resources out there that can help you um for scenarios like that so a great point with that um your podcast the 30 minute hour i love that title and i was listening to a couple of the episodes and so forth tell us about that because i find that interesting so it's the, the 30 minute hour podcast it's a personal development podcast it's for entrepreneurs who are looking to level up and become unstoppable so we always say it's not your everyday podcast i'm the host ted fells is my co-host and we just we bring a lot of fun to it you know, we crack jokes with each other. We crack jokes with the guests. Um, the guests that come on, they always say, man, that's the most fun I've had on a podcast. Yeah. You know, we keep it light. But at the same time, we want people to, to walk away with specific nuggets that they right. can go back and implement. Right. That's good. Because I think what's common with what you're doing is you have key things that people can walk away with through right. the book, through the podcast. Um I definitely appreciate that because in the same realm and when we got to keep those positive nuggets for people, you know, I think that's so important um, for them to be able to have that little gift, you know, to take with them anywhere they go. Yeah. We, so we do a segment towards the end. We always say it's called write this down. Right. <laughs> and so we each go around and talk about at least one thing from that episode that people need to write down so they can level up and cool. just, just really want to stay focused on the nugget. Right. Great. Well, great. Thanks for doing that because that's, that's really important. We got to make sure we, we help people in our society to, you know, have that, build that discipline and help them stay focused on things. Well, Eric, where can people find out more about you and your website? Where can they get a hold of you? So you can visit my website, ericmtwigs.com. E-R-I-C-M twigs, T-W-I-G-G-S.com. They can pick up a copy of the book there, The Discipline of Now. It's in audio, paperback, and ebook format. And they can also get access to the link 
to listen to the 30 minute hour podcast. Cool. And like I said, I, I had the chance to listen to a few of those. It is, it seems like a very fun podcast. You guys give out the good information and you have fun with it. And that is, that's always a plus. I hope to get that message across with this podcast too, that, you know, encouragement, positivity, discipline, these can all be fun things in life that we can enjoy this, this journey we were on and that we can do such great things with it. So, well, Eric, I want to thank you for taking the time today to be a guest on the Encouragement Engineering Podcast. I really appreciate what you're offering, what you're giving to hope to people for. So keep up the great work. Hey, Bob, thank you for having me. This has been a blast and I'm kudos to you for everything you're doing. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Thanks. You have a great one then. Take care. Have a great one. Hello, this is Bob Brum, your encouragement engineer. I want to be your contrarian. I want to help you in the battle to overcome the negativity that inundates our daily lives. You're better and greater than your situation, and you've been given a gift by our great creator. As an encouragement engineer, I can help you to see the value of a positive perspective, positive actions, and positive mindset in your life. No matter if you're a solopreneur, a corporate contributor, or a large organization, the value of your greatness needs to be shared with the world. As an author and encouragement engineer, I would love the opportunity to enlighten your organization with the value of positivity for your situation. We can overcome negativity with the light of positivity. I encourage you to contact us at BobBrumSpeaks.com for more information, and let's have a conversation about your situation and how we can help you. Thanks for joining us on the Encouragement Engineering Podcast. To learn more about the services Bob provides, please visit his website at bobbrumspeaks.com for more information. And please feel free to share this podcast to your friends.